If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. You're listening to the Throttled Adventures Podcast. And now, your hosts, Cody and Chappie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. In Espanol, apparently today. If you clicked on this, you dial wrong number. No hablo Espanol. No hablo whatever the fuck you're saying. No Chappie hablo said, <laughs> Chappie told me what the episode's about today. I said, no habla. Habla. No comprende. Hablo. No comprende. No huevo. No I don't comprende know. this, motherfucker. I know nothing. <laughs> I see nothing. I know. <laughs> I hear nothing. <laughs> See, how the hell are you, Chappie? I'm doing good. I got I hear, uh, here. You got a lot of riding some, in some trouble or or some fun or uh, I did this weekend rather than just I sitting did. home. While I was while you were sitting home, no, rather than sitting oh, home, <laughs> rather than sitting home. Yes, I did. I got into some some riding. I did. Uh, I put on. Uh, uh, my max amount of miles on the BMW that I can put on until I have it serviced in two weeks. And my brand new $500 seat just came in today that I can't use for two weeks. <laughs> what about the skid plate? No, no skid plate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn, I could have used Dude, it it's on like waiting fucking for, Sunday though. It's like waiting for fucking Christmas here. Yeah. But I, I went on a really nice uh, scenic road up in Vermont, and I got to take the wife. Once uh, once I get the bike serviced, uh, I'm hoping that she's going to have the following day off. And as we get into October, the leaves are going to change and stuff. So yeah, planning on taking a ride up there with the cameras and doing some videography. Nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Awesome scenic through the mountains and stuff. It was pretty awesome i caught myself a couple times like peeking and like whoa watch the road motherfucker yeah yeah i, I did a little of that this weekend too. <laughs> yeah 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 uh, ride smart huh? and then and then uh sunday i took the 250 down to the start of section three of the nebder and rode that it go? up to it was pretty good i mean up to the point where i've got a video on my channel of this section 
where you go around by the lake. And the rain that we've had up here destroyed this road. Usually there's people walking their dogs. There's people, you see cars parked along the side of this dirt road. Not now. And there was nobody. I saw nobody. And it's like, where is everybody? And it's like going along. And then all of a sudden it was like somebody took a big ass spoon and dug out like shit ton of freaking I was nervous going through it on my 250. I couldn't imagine how people did it on their ADV bikes. With the throttle? Yeah, no, 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 no. No, these were like uh, technical, especially with a big bike loaded up. It was like uh, like a river just ran through and took out all the dirt. Um, you know how they put those pipes under the, the road sometimes? Yeah, to drain they got, off they the... Kinda, yeah, they kind of look like a... a Vacuum hose because they got the ribs and stuff in it. That's what we're calling them these days, huh? You know, it's ribbed for the road's pleasure. Yes, yes. Well, you could see the the you ribs? Could see the pipe. No, you could see the whole pipe and wow. like the end of it, and you can see the water pouring out of it. I had to kind of like get around that, and it was it was pretty pretty hairy. Yeah, well, those things, if I recall, are they're plastic, so riding over it, like they if are. it was metal, it wouldn't be that big of a deal because you'd have. It could squish on. I don't know. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it, like it my was. Kind of adventure. Um, <laughs> and I posted on uh, the NEBDR Facebook page about it, and took a picture of the map from the website, and I went into uh, Adobe and drew a square around the area that was affected, and showed the an arrow where you know if you're not really comfortable with technical stuff that you might want to take this road instead. Nice. So, yeah. I mean, just trying to help out. Yeah, definitely um, appreciate that stuff. We're supposed to be getting rain over the next few days. So I doubt I'm going to be going out there anytime soon to get a picture, but I'll just take a um, canoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Put some pontoon training wheels on the bikes. Yeah. <laughs> you had quite a adventure. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we did have adventure this week. Idaho BDR, right? No, we changed it up. And why was that? Because, well, mostly adventure happens. Adventure happens. <laughs> fires happen. Smoke happens. Mm. So that I was smoke the, too. That was the easy plan. Easy yeah, plan. We didn't end up going with the easy plan because I never go with the easy plan. Of course not. Yeah, we ended up going down to Colorado. I was going to uh, try and two up the uh, the rest of the Colorado BDR from where the Tim rest. and I left off. Oh. Tim and I did section one. Yeah, well, you, I, I mean, you were kind of like, uh, I, I can't imagine you would want to do that two up with well, or without knobbies. I see I you thought, have knobbies. Yes, we got knobbies. Uh, trying some new tires, and uh, they're the Shinko, Shinko. big blocks. 805s? Yeah, 805s. I, I really like them. Like, on the road, I could hardly tell. Really? Yeah, they were they were really good so far. They hum pretty bad? or Not too bad. Oh. And they didn't vibrate a whole ton. Wow. So, pretty good. Off-road, they did all right. Uh, but uh, we ended up chickening out. <laughs> chickening. We... We so okay. <laughs> I didn't want to really do the passes, but the wife did. So we rode up to the pass, Cinnamon Pass, which is one of the easier paths. 
Let me preface it with this. As we were getting ready to go to the passes, these adventure riders pulled up and asked us what we were doing. We told him and he said, oh, I just got, I almost died on Engineer Pass. And he was on like a six. I almost DDR. died. Yeah. Like was a lighter, he bleeding? Lighter bike. No. Then he ain't fucking dying. Yeah, I know. He said his bike went 20 feet down this cliff and then a tree stopped him from falling off. I don't know. Anyway, so we, we ran into two or three people that said don't do it but the wife and my stubborn ass decided we had to go look so we went up there and it was kind of challenging getting up there but we were getting in a groove the wife was standing up when i stood up and sitting down when i sat down so kind of finding our groove and then we got up to the turn to cinnamon pass and it's um i don't know say a quarter mile we could see and it was pretty straight up and really rocky and I watched a four-wheeler go up and I was like okay we could probably do this maybe maybe the wife will walk it all right up and then this uh like maybe a 500 EXC or you know a smaller KTM came up no luggage nothing and we watched him go up but I got a little bit on filming uh just watching him he looked like he was straight up and down and he had some trouble so after watching that my wife was, Mrs. Brapp was like, we're doing it. And then she saw that and she's like, mm, don't think we should do it. <laughs> so we ended up, there was a mine, an abandoned mine right there. And we ended up camping there. And in the morning, there was some other campers. And I was telling them and they said, oh, yeah, because I'd heard that's the easy pass. And well, they said, it's just that first hill. And then, you know, it's pretty easy but looking at that and not knowing i just kept thinking if i get to the top of that and it's more of that crap uh-huh. you know like i couldn't turn around the bike's heavy especially when i weighed my luggage when i got home with the cases and everything yeah 90 pounds that's significant plus the wife plus the bike's 100 and something more pounds than i'm used to good traction yes good traction definitely we did good so, I mean, we went through some tough shit and we took some off-roads and went through some river crossings and stuff, but we did not do the BDR. So, we did the Million Dollar Highway, though, which is... Got a new helmet, too. Awesome. It's a new old one. I did get a new thing, though. Thanks, Chappie. Oh. made the trip, like, <laughs> totally awesome. Yeah, I... I, I don't know I what had... we'd have done without Cena's, man. It, it does make the trip. I mean, not just the music for me, but the... Being able to talk to the wife, especially, you know, she's got to tell me every 15 minutes, I need to go to the bathroom. But she never says that. She always says, when you stop, it's like, don't don't do that. If you need to pee, like, tell me, I need to pee now. That way I can say, well, Jesus Christ, we just passed the gas station. (laughs) And then you just, you'll get pee on your seat. Watch out. No, not no, especially not the brand new one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gotta be the careful. Yellow, the yellow will blend in. I'll never get it off. <laughs> Speaking of pee. Pee. We had an adventure with pee. Oh, yeah. you. Yeah. We're coming down, uh, I think it was a million dollar highway. And there's every time we'd come around a, a switchback on the road. Yeah. It smelled like piss, man. And both my wife and I are like, I don't know if there's a tree. It smells like piss or something, but it, it smells like urine. And uh, 
finally about three, four miles into it, I saw there was a camper up in front of us, like an RV. This dumb motherfucker was dumping his waste. Oh, my God. What an asshole. Oh, yeah. And it was disgusting. And then when I realized that and told the wife, then she was disgusted. <laughs> right Hello, smart. Mr. Police Man. Yeah. I hate Jerks. turning people in, but if somebody's going to be an ass like that, I would not mind. Yeah, it's just getting disgusting. Getting a plate number and turning them in. Yeah. yeah. I thought about it. We were um, trying pay to make to, miles. Yeah. But pay, pay to have your shit. Yeah. You know. And th- and there's even free places a lot of times, you know? Yeah. It, but it was just, uh, if it was just irresponsible. It's, it's just a jerk thing to do, man. Yeah. It's disgusting. So that was RP adventure. And then remind me later and I'll tell you about riding smart and lucky and et cetera. Later. Well, we can do it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you haven't figured out, that's our subject today. We've kind of referenced it a couple of times. Uh, riding smart and not taking undue necessary uh, undue unnecessary risks. Yes, knowing when to say when. Yeah, sometimes you got to put the balls in the the tank bag or back in the luggage and just ride with the brain. Yeah, for all of us, I'm sure there are times when that's harder than others. But yeah, I had to ride smart. I mean, when the wife who was the driving force wanting to go up passes. Probably because she knows I'm going to go back and do it myself now that I haven't completed it. <laughs> but when she looked at it and said, you know, it's our anniversary. I don't really feel like either of us need to go to the hospital today. I was like, you know, she's usually a lot smarter than me. So I'm just going to listen. Yeah. Plus, it was a good way to chicken out. <laughs> it, it's funny because, um, you know, I, I just keep getting reminded of, you know, why I wanted the CRF, the dual sport. Um, K Rod just posted a video not that long ago. He was out in the desert and with this 350 or no, big bike with the with the KTM. And it was just a stupid little tip over loose rock and sand and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. But it was all loaded up and he was having a hard time getting it up. So, luckily, somebody <laughs> went by in a four by four. Sorry, K Rod, can't get it up. That little blue pill I hear helps with that. Uh, At least that's Cody what the commercial to, says. I've never tried it myself. Cody went to the shitter. So well, he said he couldn't get it up. I'm sorry for him or his the partner. Bike. Okay. Get okay. The bike up. Okay. <laughs> so it's hard to ride. And he didn't show the whole thing. He just, you know, it, it from what he said, he was struggling to get the thing up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked like it was fully loaded and everything. And then somebody in a side by side, four wheel drive or whatever, came by and helped him pick the bike up. <sighs> Got to love probably, those good Samaritans. But yeah, well, I mean, you can't count on them all the time. I mean, it's nice. No, when they but come like, by, but like you had said before, you know, because he made mention of after when he was on his way out, going back out the way he came, that um, you know. It's, he wasn't going to attempt going any further because the guy said it was worse, especially if he can't pick his bike up by himself. So I'm assuming he tried and yeah, just couldn't get it. I mean, it looked like, you know, like little rocks and, and it did not look like terrible. It looked like it. Yeah. It looked like there's, he probably had really bad footing. So like mm-hmm. you're trying to 
lift the bike up and your feet are sliding and slipping around under the rocks. Yeah, and I think we all experience when you drop your bike, it's usually because of some weird terrain. And like I could have picked mine up with Tim on the Colorado had it been, you know, a little flatter, but my bike was halfway in a ditch. Uh So it's like when you drop your bike, it's never a perfect scenario of lifting like these videos show you. Just lift your bike like this. Well, every time mine falls, the situation is nothing like the video shows you. (laughs) Right. Put your back under the bike. Well, um, my bike's halfway down a ditch. I can't really. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, lighter bikes are funner. Uh, Although, I have to say that the uh, BMW, I told my daughter this today, is as fun on the road as the 701 is off of the road. Yes. I've been trying to tell you that, like you're missing like, out. Like it I'm is fun on the road. Half of half of the fun. Um, did you save your other tires, or I did. Okay, so you have them to to put on if you want to go on the road. Yep. Because I'm telling you, like carbon or just going on a road trip, like and not having to worry about the off road stuff, and you can still camp. Yeah, and I'm sure that. the the wife would love that. Yeah, she she enjoyed it. Yeah, you can cover more area. You can cover 400 miles. Well, 350 there, and then on her day back, it was 400 miles. She's like, uh, felt great, you know. Yeah, she would not have said that on the 701. We'd have got about a half hour down the road, and she told me take my ass home now. (laughs) Right, but think about you've got say you've got a week to go and do something, Mm -hmm. and you wanted to go into Idaho to see stuff. Yeah. No highways or, you know, only highways to a certain point. And then there's plenty of, you know, mountain passes and stuff that you can go on. You can, even if you had like your, your street, more street tires, you can still do dirt roads and stuff. Yeah. And we kind of decided that for now, we're going to use it more as a fire road, like forest roads, you know, don't have to get too crazy. Let you get a accustomed to the bike yeah and we're getting used to it like i said we were just it was our first time to up off road for more than a mile and we we did well the problem too with the passes is every time i got to a technical like a switchback or where where real skinny Uh that's when five side by sides or jeeps would be coming down and stopping that bike especially like going up a hill and balancing it and stuff. It, it, it's heavy. So yeah. we rode it fine, but where I had to stop in the technical section for these trucks, I just kept thinking, man, I don't want to be on those passes. The thousand foot drop have to stop, you know, and lose my footing. Cause as long as I was rolling, we were good. We'd get up. We got up some pretty hairy shit. Every time I had to stop for a thing, we almost tipped over. We didn't, but we almost did just because you're off camber. The bike has luggage and a passenger. Right. It's a, it's a little different learning experience. So riding smart means, you know, push yourself a little bit, but don't get crazy. So our smartness was just saying, hey, we're not doing that today. Maybe next year with more experience, we'll try it. Yeah. I'm a little ashamed, but not too much because I didn't break my wife or me or the bike. So. Yeah, well, I mean, that's quite a quite a jump going from solo on a a dual sport to all of a sudden two up on an ADV bike. So I had to be humble enough to tell my head that, you know, 
look, dude, <laughs> while it's similar, it is different. And, you know, for some reason, I care more about hurting, getting my wife hurt than myself. So, well, and you should. I mean, I, I feel the same way. Um, I know the, my little jaunt through section three, um, there were quite a few spots where I was thinking to myself, thank God I'm on the smaller bike. The smaller bike. So, yeah, there was a few few areas that were, they were kind of technical. I mean, not for the 250. It was just like stand up or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, there were some downhill parts that were a little rocky. Um, if I was on the, the BMW, it would have been a little, well, a lot more difficult because you've got a bigger bike. It's harder to balance um, that section where the shit was all washed out. I think I would have turned around. I, I wouldn't have even attempted it. Not knowing, especially not, I mean, if you were there, I probably would have talked yeah. about it with you. And then yeah, if you said, well, let's, tr let's try it one, one at a time, you, right. know, you know, if you made it through and then I started to go and didn't make it through, at least worst case scenario, you could have rode my bike through or something. Yeah. You know, and I couldn't. And that's another thing of riding smart too. Like if you know, like you didn't know it was going to be like that, but if, mm -mm. if you were to go this weekend, riding smart would be taking somebody with you. Right. Um, like what well, you talked yeah, about, because if you I know was on, now. yeah, if I was on the eight fifty, um, the two fifty, I think if I can get out there this weekend, I'm going to only to get some pictures and some video for other people. So they know, Mm -hmm. And then I want to get some GPS coordinates on my map so I can take pictures of the map to make a go round for, for people that still want to do the other hard part, but, but not have the to one deal with the washout. Disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona BDR is a lot like that. I guess every year, like it changes because of washouts. Yeah. I, I, I've never seen it this bad, but uh, then again, we've haven't had shit that bad like rain over the summer yeah not to where i've been tr wanting to go out there and like i said there are no four-wheel drive trucks or i don't think you'd be getting through there with a truck unless you were you know like monster truck jacked up that's the other thing okay i'm just gonna say it side by sides jeeps trucks on these passes dude i'm on two wheels with a passenger full loaded gear these things are going like one and a half miles an hour. You got four wheels. Get a freaking move on it. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's like holding a 500 pound bike up at one or two miles an hour. It's a little more challenging. I like the challenge, but seriously, I couldn't believe it. Like you guys are making this look a way harder than it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> they have just as much right to the roads I, around yeah. here. Well, around here, the side-by-sides and the four-wheelers can't go on the roads. So if, hmm. it's, if it's a road, they can't be on it. Um, in the state forests, they can do some stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and let me just tell you, all you fucking <laughs> rich motherfuckers <laughs> with your Volvos, Range Rovers, and shit, when you're on a fucking dirt road that's uh, a car width and a half, you don't do 45 fucking miles an hour when there's somebody else coming, whether they're on a motorcycle or walking or whatever. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. 
Slow down. You hear people, people complain about motorcycles ripping through etiquette. I can't tell you how many freaking Volvos and Range Rovers I saw ripping through these freaking dirt roads. Oh yeah. Just because they weren't they were you know nice dirt roads and they were well maintained. Yeah. But like uh, Yeah, you don't need to be doing that. I'm on a tiny little motorcycle and I was over as far as I could get over and Barely and when they went by it was like freaking uh, tractor trailer going by on the highway. Yeah, it's not cool. That's something no, I noticed not. in Colorado. In Utah, most, and this is a generalization, but most of the side-by-sides and shit that we run into on our trails are jerks. Like, they don't care. They'll run you off the road. They'll laugh about it. They, Not everyone. Not everyone. Okay, but for the most part, they don't have trail etiquette. They think they're invincible because they're in a cage. Which is yeah. Well, crap. you know what's going to happen is they're going to be outlawed. That's what that's yeah. what happens when you act like that's, assholes like that. Yes. However, in Colorado, while there was a lot of them, and it makes me nervous on those skinny passes, um, almost every single one we saw either just stopped and let me go by, or you know asked if we wanted to wait while they went by, like very cool. courteous. So. That was like, it blew my mind. I was like, and we're talking, we probably passed a hundred of them and I don't know, 90 of them were like yielded to us. And some of them asked us, you okay going up this or told us about the trail. So it was That's really cool. cool to see that people can be good and still have fun and, you know, and, and care about other people. It was, it was refreshing. Well, that's, that's just it. You have to have a little compassion for your fellow human being. Yeah. The world would be a better place if everybody took a little more time to think about somebody else. Yeah. Like I told you, I've been thinking about for probably a year now about upgrading those centers. I mean, I've talked to you about it over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. And when I finally made up my mind, I said, you know, I'm going to ask you first. So glad you did, man. Yeah, because, I mean, they're expensive. They are expensive. I I almost had to replace one. I dropped my helmet and, uh, well, apparently there's this little piece that goes over on the piece you put under. I didn't realize that had come off. It's just like a little flat piece that hides the chips or makes the connection. We rode off and mine wasn't working. Went about five miles and I took my wife off. Yeah, the snap part broke, and it took off the uh, little chip-like thing. So five miles we stopped, and I looked at my wife's to see if it was the bottom part that wasn't working or what, and hers had a piece that mine didn't. So we rode back to where we had stopped, where I dropped my helmet. Yeah. And she says she said a prayer on the way there, probably so I wouldn't freak out. But (laughs) anyway, it's off-road, in the dirt, in the brush. And she walked right to it, picked it up. We got some super glue. Boom. Put it on. Works great. Part of the mount uh, or part of the... It's part of the unit. It's the bottom part where where the clip actually holds the clip. Oh. And uh, it just just dropped wrong. My helmet dropped wrong because I was trying not to drop the bike. Yeah. So the helmet was last priority. But we were looking like Colorado, again, doesn't have... 
motorcycle shops where we are. So I, I couldn't find one. I was like, babe, I guess I'm just not in here. But we we fixed it. And man, I enjoyed those. She enjoyed it. Like, Thanks. We wouldn't have made the miles we did without being able to communicate. It was awesome. Awesome. So smart yeah, writing is communicating. Note, note to Cody. Take your helmet off, put it on the mirror. Yeah, I usually do. Uh, I think that time I was in a little bit of a rush. To um, So my my kickstand on the Beamer has one of those wedges on the yep. feet, which is great. Upon further study when I got home, because every time I would go to put the kickstand up, it would catch a tip and almost knock us over every freaking time. When I got home, I looked. The guy had put it so as the kickstand swings up, the longest part of that wedge is the corner. <laughs> So I just had to shift it. But we came up with the new two-up thing. I would get on, put up the kickstand, and my wife would just hop on like a horse. Yeah. Foot in the saddle. Boom, boom. And uh, it worked pretty well until our last stop on the way home. (laughs) Yeah, I used to do that before the bags. (laughs) thousand miles. Probably, I don't know, 100 off-road, maybe. I don't know. And then uh, the last gas stop on the way home for my smoke. <laughs> Dropped the wife in the bike in the parking lot. Oh. I was tired. It was in an off-camber parking lot, apparently. I didn't realize. <laughs> and that tip just caught. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I was thinking about getting one of those, but I don't know. They're great. Just make sure you put them on the right way. Because I'm, I'm telling you, it was like an eighth of an inch that was almost tipping us over every single time. Huh. So, smart riding. Communication's good. Also, yeah, I had my life saved. I'm not going to call out any uh, names, but as we were riding home. Jesus. <laughs> him, to him too. Thank you, Jesus. As we were riding home, I'm doing, I don't know, the speed limit's between 70, 75 and 80 at where we were get getting to a point where we start going down this really long canyon and apparently it had rained really hard right before we hit there because there was no rain now but the road was wet and so i'm doing about 85 and these three bikes pass us like we're standing still and they were loud and uh they had patches you know the one percenter patches yep on the back which I'm cool with. In fact, this particular one had a uh, group had been, I had worked with some of them before and they made a joke about making me prospect. But anyway, that's besides the point. How they saved my life might uh, be interesting though. As we're coming down this canyon, we come around a corner and I see like 10 cars worth of cop lights down the bend. So I slow up, obviously. Just natural reaction, first of all. But uh, as we got to the accident, I'm telling my wife, oh, man, I hope that's not a motorcycle. Because when you're riding a bike, you don't want to see another bike down. It's not not cool. And she goes, oh, I'll bet it's those. Oh, she said the club. But I'll bet it's those riders that passed us like bats out of hell. And I'm like, I got the chills, you know. Uh, As we go by, you come down this corner. As you turn the corner, mud had come across the road. Woo. And these guys had just slid out. Uh, I've never seen a Harley look like a tin can before. Uh, two of them were pretty bad. One guy had his bike up. He was walking around trying to get his bike started. But had they not wrecked 
and those lights weren't there. I mean, I wasn't hauling like they were, but still, I didn't expect mud literally to cross the whole highway. So luckily, I slowed down, and my wife and I were safe because of their misfortune. I think they all made it because it wasn't in the paper or anything. But uh, thank you for um, showing us that it was not safe there, I guess. Hope you're all right. That is really crazy. So slow down, ride smart. I mean, we were going slower, but not slow enough to just go into a mud pit going downhill. That would have sucked. No, and I mean, it just it makes the road like ice, especially yeah. if it's on a corner. Yeah, and it was on a corner. That's It was like, so you could see the apex was fine. You know, as you look at the corner, you can see your apex. But as you start coming around... All of a sudden, it was just like, like you said, a sheet of ice, dark mud, and it was getting later in the day, so it kind of blended in. But yeah, it's never fun to be on slippery stuff when you're doing. Well, I mean, even in a car or something like that. Yeah, and there was a car that was wrecked too. So I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but I wonder if it came down when they were going by. uh, Yeah, I don't know. It didn't look fun, but I, I was just grateful that because of that scene, all the lights and everything, it it warned us, you know. Jesus. That's and crazy. It didn't look like anyone was dead. I'm sure somebody didn't have a good day, but yeah, so be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, That's I mean, even bike. if he was perfectly fine, whoever's bike looked like a tin can in the smasher for the recycler. <laughs> right. Uh, he was not having a good day. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, um, paying attention to what's up ahead, as far ahead as possible. Yeah, um, definitely. Especially when making miles. I mean, because you know how hard. Well, for me, I'm a squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Yeah, I mean. So, uh, but when you're doing lots of miles, you got to look farther ahead. When you're going faster, we all know you got to look farther ahead. We all know, but it's putting it into practice, right? The, yeah, it's it's really tough, though, when you come up over a crest and you got that beautiful view. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you were saying on your ride, you were having yeah, trouble. Yeah, and then I I almost did it on the Honda. Um, I was messing around with the freaking the dash, trying to reset the, the mileage. <laughs> the button wasn't going, so I looked down to make sure my thumb went to it. And when I looked back up, I was on the white line. So like, Yeah, it just takes a split second. I mean, it wasn't going fast, but yeah, just, it could have been. Just be mindful and pay attention. Yeah, and I'm usually pretty focused about keeping my eye on the road and not messing with stuff, you know. Yeah, most of us that have made it to our age are pretty mindful of that, riding bikes, Yeah, if we've made it this far. But still, it just takes, you know. I got to say, of all the things that I have with my BMW, um, that's probably the only thing that I don't like. I mean, I love all the technology in it. and. Mm-hmm. So much information, but it's too easy to like space out, get caught up in messing around with that shit. Yeah. You know, you can't do it while keeping a hundred percent of your focus on the road. Yeah. And I, you know, I try to do stuff like that at a stoplight if you can, but it like, if you're doing miles, you can't do that. You know? Well, I mean like, um, if you're going along and say you want to find a gas station, I can do that on the bike. And I mean, it's not, you know, look down and then make a change, look down, make a change. But there's so many things. There's so much information on that dash, you know, that wouldn't normally be there. 
mm-hmm. that it, it can be distracting. Yeah. I mean, I can't get into like setting up the headsets or doing any of that while you're rolling. The bike will not allow you into the settings. So it's changing the music, you know, it's switching songs, which we, we I found even... that out on the way home. Finally figured out how I could share music. <laughs> You didn't read the damn instructions. I see. I you told all the, the wife to. I gave her one task before we left. I gave her four hours to read those instructions. Four so hours I could work on getting the bike ready. Did you have the app on your phone? Yeah, we have the app. The Apparently, she couldn't find it. it. She was reading the quick guide. She finally found the full version, and it told us how to do it. I mean, when we were off road, I didn't really want music anyway. But when we decided we were going to do four hundred miles home. Yeah, on the road, I I love it. I mean, and it doesn't have to be, especially if you're wearing earplugs. Um, If you got earplugs in, the music, I can hear the music, I can hear the motor, I can hear the tires on the road. Yeah. I can hear everything that's going on. Yeah, I just needed something with a good drum beat and some loud guitars to kind of keep me focused. Yeah, I I like my new ones. I finally got them, motherfuckers. (laughs) Well, they sent them across... I mean, oh. they're adventure headphones by now because they've been all over the United they States. They've traveled um, more miles than us. I'm thinking about <laughs> doing a review because nobody has a good review on upgrading and whether it's worth it or not. Yeah. Um, depending on what you do, I would, if you have 20 S's and you only ride by yourself or like with one other person, I would say don't even bother. Really? Um, well, the biggest thing with the new ones is probably the mesh technology. I'm probably never going to use that because I don't ride with big groups of people. It's just I wish I could say that. I used to be able to say that. Yeah. My uh, trip coming up is, uh, well, that's just, yeah, that's just a trip. I mean, if you're doing that a lot, then having a 50 S or 50 R it's recommended. I do not um, plan on doing that, but this trip just keeps getting bigger and bigger with more people and more people. So we'll see how this goes, Chappie. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. So oh, it's supposed you, to be in Washington. Sorry. Yeah. No, I know you're doing it in Utah. Yeah. That way I can just head home if I am not liking the party. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I foresee. Sorry, that it's gonna, I lost. It's, yeah. It's going to be fun. I foresee it. But if there are any problems, I'm not like. In the middle of nowhere with no way you home. Just, just you just know? pull the Tim, and I'm going ahead. Um, I'll meet yeah. you guys at such and such a point. Yeah, and that's one thing about here, riding smart. I'm going to be self-sufficient. I'll have enough gas on my bike, enough food, a way to cook it, a way to sleep, and a pl- thing to sleep in at all times. Mm-hmm. So worst case scenario, I'm on my own. I'm good. But yeah, group riding is what you're saying the 50 is for or for big groups because what it like bounces off the next rider to the next rider or something like that is that what the mesh the mesh technology like yeah so bounces like, between riders or something so. well no what it does is um if me and you are connected and tim like stops mm-hmm. when he catches back up he automatically connects back to the group oh that's nice so if you were to have like eight or nine people you know, you can all be in a group and you can have yes. it be like a private group if you want, or you can, you know, have an open group. Like you can be riding down the road and if somebody 
uh, in front of you's got the same thing and they got their mesh turned on. You can start talking to them. Yeah. They just automatically connect. Um, the thing I like about it is I can turn my wife's volume inside the app. I have four different volumes. There's the intercom volume. There's your music volume, like your GPS volume Mm -hmm. and then system volume, I think. So there's like, you can adjust all those things. So it's not like, uh, yeah. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is the jog button on the side is more flush. So it's harder for me to, to feel or get used to. Well, like you can push the jog button in and rotate it forward to rewind or backwards to like skip the song. Um, I had tried to do that a couple of times and like tried to turn the intercom on or whatever. I can see uh, how that would be because... I kept hitting my jog button with my shoulder on accident. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'd lose I'd too. lose the wife communication or something, and she would just re- she figured it out and she would just reach up and hit my button when we couldn't talk. But all she's got to do is hit hers. Well, I must have it set up because I was the master. Only it I doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh, it was kind of cool. So I'm just telling her, dude, that's how it is. Okay. No, I could have swore like she can hit her jog button. It should turn the communications back on. Because if you leave may. it open, it drains the battery quicker. So, hmm. but I would do that too. I would like if the GPS, I knew it was going to start talking to me. I used to like pink, yeah. pop my, yeah. pop my thing on the shoulder. Because for some reason, the 20, if I had the BMW hooked up, she was hooked up. It was playing music and the GPS was on. It was like so much under the old firmware. I think that under the new firmware that's on it now, it's better. Um, yeah. I didn't have the GPS in the headset. So that did helped. you figure out how to program that yet? My GPS? Yes. Not really. The Tom Tom? Because I used mine to I navigate mean, I, on I the BDR it. and it was perfect. I would love that. Um, I, I got it. So where it's on it my phone. It told me turn by turn and everything. I sent it to my device and it, it just hadn't showed up. Uh, so I'll probably have to upgrade that. But for road trip right now, it's great. Like it, You it should be able to plug great. it into your computer, dude. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. I mean, I threw an SD card in with the route on it and it doesn't that read too. it on the freaking unit. I can't get to it, which is, yeah, that's when I almost threw it across the room and said, yeah, you got to, I sent GPS you a link. GPS has always been frustrating me. Yeah, I sent you a link. I mean, mine's got Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and stuff. Um, same mount. Uh, you might be able to find one on eBay or something like that to use. or would be cool because I do have that the, mount for the, yeah, the 440 the Rider or whatever. Yeah, the TomTom 550. I love it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's big enough and bright enough. Like, I like the unit. I just can't get my off-road crap in there. But on-road, it's great. Like, I could type in the next town we wanted to get to and hit ride or whatever. I think it's ride. Yeah, windy or hilly. or And it would pull it up and we could just follow along. It was really cool in the canyons because I'd know when we were coming to, like, a full-on 180 U-turn or something. I could see it ahead, so I was... See, now the the new one, the Mm -hmm. 550 that I have... 
I can actually go on their website, my drive, mm -hmm. and I can like plan out a route and then tell it to send it to the thing. And as soon as I turn that thing on, it's either got the connection to my phone or the Wi-Fi in the house. It downloads that route. And that's, so it's got it. that's where I think the problem is. I think on the TomTom -tom unit, however, it connects Bluetooth. Right. Either weak or broke. Because it will it connect it to my way. phone and then in 30 seconds, it'll say lost connection to phone. Even oh, though my phone to. is right fucking next to it. Yes, you have to go into your phone and the app that you yeah, use for that. Drive. Mm -hmm. You have to enable that app when the screen is locked. Hmm. Yeah, I'll I had to do the shot. same thing on mine. I'll give it a shot because it's just frustrating. Like it would hook up like everything was going to be good. And then. Uh, yeah, I had uh, to do the same I'll thing on that. mine. Um, so, that. yeah, I need to hopefully. Uh, Max will wire up the the mount I have on the Beamer, and I'll be able to put the GPS on either bike. But being able to have that on the CRF and follow the routes, it told me where the turns were. Um, they not all of them were great because, like, yeah, I mean, uh, it would tell me weird. You know? Yeah, well, I would come to the intersection, and. I'm coming off a dirt road onto a paved road and it would say, take a right and then take a left. Well, I take a right and it's, you start going down the road. There's no left, but there was a road across the street. Instead of saying cross the street, it's yeah. saying, take a right, then take a left. So it's like you take a right. I mean, and there were some like that where you take a right and then there's an immediate left. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, it was just nice, some of that was a little messed up. I but think other there's than some that, of that with every device, honestly. Like my Garmin. I don't think it was Montana the device. Was, I think it's like the, the track. Yeah, and it could be. I've never tried turn by turn like off road. I haven't tried that, but But it, it took me from I told it I wanted to ride to the beginning of the section three. Mm -hmm. It took me to there and then I followed it through. The only problem I had was at one point there's a, a detour that is not in the updated map. Um, I'd have to look at it. Mm -hmm. I think they had it um, listed on the website, but it wasn't in my downloaded my map. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do know that we all as a team are working to get those in because the reroute I did last year for Utah mm -hmm. is on the website and it's on the Facebook group, but it hasn't but made it to in the, the track. Yeah. Um, and I know that's a lot more work, but they are, that is like one of their highest priorities right now, but they also have 10 or 11 States that they're covering. So right, it will happen and it is on their mind, but I totally see what you're saying. Cause I'm going to guide. I don't know if I'm the guide or just along for, I don't know how this trip's going, but I do know right. there are some routes that are closed right now on my Utah BR that we don't have a reroute for. So I'm going oh, to no. look in advance and or do it on the fly. <laughs> yeah. So um, the bridge was out and I had no other choice but to follow the detour signs. Yeah. And the GPS picked that up. Really? And yeah. Brought me right back right onto the BDR. Are you serious? Oh, it was fucking awesome. 
Tom Tom Ryder, five fifty. If anybody's looking for something that, or if anyone has a used one that they don't like, <laughs> but if you're thinking of something for that type of, you yeah, know, totally for BDRs love, and stuff, I love it the works unit. Awesome. The four forty, I just think it's outdated, and I mean, it looks like it might have been smacked a couple the years old. Too. Yeah, I mean, it it looks like it might have took a spill. Well, pre, technology it doesn't have Wi Fi. Okay. Right, but it doesn't have Wi-Fi either, so it's it's pretty no. dated. Yeah. Kind of like me. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, mine is um, – I've had it for two years. So, yes, I heard you. Like, <laughs> If you're dated, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You can take that multiple ways. That's why I threw it out there. <laughs> I'm married, y'all. Yeah, I, I – I, uh, I really like that unit. I mean, I, I planned uh, some trips with the wife. If there's a specific route that you want to travel, you can sit down on the website and find your way there. And then you can find your way, you know, select this route and it'll keep you on that route. You can add stops along your way too. So like if you want to hit specific points and you don't want it to reroute, you make a stop, like say you wanted to travel Route Nine in Nova Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. Nova Scotia. So you want to travel Route Nine in Nova Scotia, you make a stop where you're going to pick up Route Nine, and then you follow Route Nine, and then you make another stop where you want to turn off and go somewhere else. So that it will always bring you to that stop. Well, if I'm going to Nova Scotia, I'm definitely checking out Oak Island. Who? Oak Island, because that's where the Ark of the Covenants is buried. Back to the damn biker chicks on... No, no, no. No No biker chicks. You never watch Oak Island? No. Oh, my God, Chappie. You got like nine seasons. You can catch up. It's a great show. I don't watch much TV. They're digging for the the real Indiana Jones treasure out there. Oh, Jesus. They can dig my ass. Back to our regularly uh, programmed uh, scheduled scrotum here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking with my dots because I got back to our regu- regularly yeah, scrotumed program. With the lower half. <laughs> well, I would like to thank Rated M Mototomic because they are badass. They sponsor this program. Make badass gear and shop you'll get from here. <laughs> yes, if you head on over to mototomic.com, uh, help support those that support the podcast um, by supporting Mototomic. You support us, and we help get uh, a new business up and running off the ground. And, you know, in these days and age with COVID and everything like that, uh, the small businesses Definitely. need our help. The That's most. our call to action, all small businesses, so, but especially. Motorcycle Mototomic yes. rated M because you will not regret it. Not only does he sponsor the podcast, but he also gave a discount for the listeners to use. Uh, it's throttled ADV, T H R O T T L E D ADV, and you can get 20% off anything. And he's actually got a sale running uh, by the time this airs. I think it'll still be on because it's a fall sale. You get a 40-liter dry bag, 
and a rated M hat. Can't go wrong. For, yeah, for, I think it was 15 By the way, speaking of that bag. It's a sweet deal. I, you know, and most people know, I love my Moscow Moto. Not sponsored mm. currently. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, I use the 40-liter the duffel, <laughs> and I, I told Dan this actually yesterday. Um, but I use the 40-liter duffel, backcountry duffel. It's awesome. It's a cool unit. has this, like, beaver tail and all that. But getting home after having a heavy bike, heavy luggage, uh, I weighed it, and, and it it's close to six pounds, just the bag. Now, I love it. Woo. I do love it. I'm not going to knock Moscow Moto at all. It holds up. But uh, using the Mototomic 40-liter dry bag instead will probably, it'll save me at least three, maybe four pounds. I haven't weighed it, people. Okay, don't get all persnickety on me. Anyway, number one, Mototomic, it's, <laughs> it's orange, so it makes you seem better. And I love that bag, but uh, something to think about. It could save you three, four pounds on your luggage setup, which might not sound like a lot, but it starts adding up, people. And I love too. the way and it I love opens the from the top, The too. things that hold it on that it comes with. Yes. Yeah. Comes with I've the straps. Bought, I've bought a lot of dry bags, and even the Moscow Moto doesn't come with the strap. You got to get them separate. Yeah. And I want to I want to say normal price used to be, and I'm not positive, I'm just going off memory i want to say it was like 57 dollars. and if i can find the post here i want to say it's 59 right now so if you get the if you get it you're basically getting the hat for free and our code of course helps you save some money money for your gas tank yeah uh fall combo pack a 40 liter duffel with bike tie downs included and our highly customated rated M hat for $59.95. Boom, Monday Woo-hoo! fall sale. That's a yeah, good deal. That is a hell of a deal because the rated M hat, I want to say, is like 20 bucks normally. Yes. That's a cool hat. I have one. I wish you'd put it on. It's, you're, uh, you're making me go blind Embroidered. Here. <laughs> huh? The light shining off your new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you I'll up. Fuck you up. I'm just trying to get you to wear your hat, that's all. Uh, I know we're on the radio, so to speak, so people can't see us. The radio. Yes. Um, also, uh, Cody's going yep. on a trip pretty soon. When he gets back, our sponsor has recommended a few guests. I've reached out to one already. Um, the other one I will reach out to as soon as gets back. Uh, Jim from yeah, that would be that would be cool. I mean, I, I feel like I know him both because of them. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I listen to it every week when I'm camping. Yeah, I I found the information, so I I know how awesome. to get a hold of him. Uh, I just need to reach out and see if they would be interested yeah. in joining us. Cool as hell. And uh, and um, talk about his adventures because they. They ride. And he talks about everybody uh, else as, as well as travel on his channels. So it'd be cool to get his stories. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, see if we get some tips and tricks about camping and living on the road. Because yeah, people have uh, requested a couple of different things in uh, Discord. Uh, we've seen them. It's just with September's schedule, we didn't want to reach out yeah. too early. 
and have people say, "Oh yeah, I can do it next week," and it's like, uh, "We can't because yeah, Cody's I'm trying to like get, gone uh, for two weeks." Some bike time in so, before the snow, before depression sets in, because that's really what it is. Yeah, and I'm still waiting to hear about my winter plans. So I'm not sure what's what's happening there. The wife's if she gets the time, we're headed to North Carolina. It's one of my favorite vacation places I've ever been. North Carolina? Yeah, we went to the Outer Banks years and years ago. It was really cool. Hmm. It was not during hurricane season, obviously, because that's why it's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would not have been cool if we were there during hurricane season. But no, a beautiful place, Outer Banks. I'll, I'll definitely, if uh, North Carolina is a destination, I will have to reach out to Dan and find out what the weather is like. Is it worth bringing the bike or should I just leave at home and drive? Always take the bike. Yeah, but if he tells me it's like 40 degrees down there, it's not worth it to haul yeah. it all the way down there to not ride it. But if you leave it at home, then it's going to be like 60. You know that. That's how this works. <laughs> it's Murphy's fucking law. Yeah. You leave the bike at home, 60, 70 degrees. You take it with you, 28 degrees. <laughs> I know, but if but if I leave it at home and they have an Indian summer, I'm not out anything. If I bring it with me, I got to go rent a truck. I'm out like 700 bucks. Yeah. I mean, hell, at that point, you could just rent a bike down there if it Possibly. was 70 degrees for a day or two. Possibly. I've never done that, but I hear you can. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, Alrighty. thank you for joining us all. You can go to yes. Motocamp Nerd as well. He's got some Yeah, stuff I was just going to say, wait, 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 I mean, before we take whatever. it off. They can still I mean, use that. Chappie's just going to forget Yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry, Ben. No, we can use that discount code at motocampnerd.com as well. Ben and Motocamp Nerd has camping supplies that Up the are... the yin-yang. Yeah, but they're thought of for the motorcycle camper. They are. A you bunch can be of a shit backpacker that I want and or, can't afford right now. Yeah. He's got some good, good stuff. It'll work for any camping, but his store is specifically designed for the motorcycle rider. Um, everything is small. Everything is light. And oh, yeah. By the way, thanks a lot, Ben. Jeez, you're killing me. What? He's got a lot of stuff I want. I can't really <laughs> afford it right now. It's killing me. But then he came out with this lovely thing. You can do like three payments. Oh, don't. Ben, come I on. You're it. killing me, man. I can't do this. I can't. I appreciate it. I do. No, it's a really cool thing for some people. He's just got options and he has some good stuff. So check him out and you can yes. save some money. And again, uh, motorcycle-owned business. Yes. So. So check it out. Ride yeah. smart. I can't ride believe smart. this was an hour episode. I thought when Chappie said ride smart, I was just going to be like, uh, and the episode was over. <laughs> I know, but in true Cody and Chappie fashion, we started on one thing and went, went all the way around the circle. Yeah, all the way around, baby. Yep. But we left politics out. We have to do that. We have to do that. We got to get along and podcast together. And oh, God. Chappie likes to, um, I, from what I'm learning, I think Chappie likes to challenge um, <laughs> ways of thoughts. Or, you know, it doesn't even mean he doesn't agree with you. He just enjoys the discussion. Is it, yeah, discussion, debate, um, whatever. Hey. Which pick is a topic. I mean, that's pick healthy. a topic and tell me what side you're on. I'll, you. I'll, I'll, I just thought, I'll pick the other side. This guy's always busting my balls. I, I didn't know. know that 
you kind of enjoy like the different sides, which is cool. I like bringing the other side into it. And we both seem to be respectful. So we can differ on views and not hate each other like the world seems to do. So open your mind to other people's ideas. (laughs) Nor am I. I'm not a socialist. Nor am I. I, I socialize. Republican. I try I not to socialize, but I end up on these fucking trips with 10 plus people. I'm not a. So I have to try to socialize. Try. I don't have those skills. That's why I do podcasts it, and YouTube where first I you can talk succeed. and nobody talks back. I mean, Chappie talks back, but. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm trying to be social. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. <laughs> I hope we don't get freaking uh, claimed on that. <laughs> well, if we do, copyright claim. He said yakety yak. No, I said suck my balls. No, I said yakety yak. Don't talk oh, back. You keep saying it. Now we're definitely going to get claimed on it. <laughs> Enter Sandman. That'll uh, get us thrown off for sure. Tell the oh, sue for us saying that word. Uh, maybe. Dun, All dun, right. Dun. Until next time, wrap safely. Semi-safely. That little little bitches.